0: It's time to get intentional about your vision so you can create lasting change in your community. Learn the skills and strategies you need to become the grant writer the world needs. Let's do this. Hey friends, welcome to episode 60 of Grant Writing Simplified. You may not have heard that the Fast Track to Grant writer is open, so you can jump in and start the modules anytime, and then we meet for small group coaching so I can support you throughout your whole time in the program. That's available at TeresaHuff.com slash VIP. These last three months of the year can be really busy in the nonprofit fundraising world, and I've got some great resources and episodes planned to help you finish the year strong. Now is the time to start reviewing and planning so you can hit the ground running next year. If you're a nonprofit, you can go to Teresahuff.com slash nonprofits to start the conversation about how I can help you grow your impact. This month we've been talking a lot about nonprofit storytelling and different ways of doing that. Today we're going to go a little deeper into how to craft your nonprofit story. And I'm going to share five tips that will help you figure out how to tell your story. Before we get into that, I'd like to share a tool with you that I've found really useful. Nonprofits and grant writers often ask me where to find grants and how to keep up with all the different deadlines, especially when you're juggling projects for multiple clients. Recently, I discovered Instrumental, and it's made my grant searching and tracking so much faster. Instrumental sends reminders of upcoming deadlines, and plus they have all the helpful data right there, like Form 990s, past grant awards, and locations. That would take hours to dig up on my own. Instrumental really does bring all your grant prospecting, tracking, and ongoing management under one roof. I like it so much that I partnered with Instrumental to give you a free two-week trial and $50 off your first month. Go to TeresaHuff.com Instrumental, and use the code GWSPOD. That's instrument with an L at the end. Go check it out and let me know how you like it. Today, we're going to continue the conversation about nonprofit storytelling because this is so foundational to a lot of the things we do in nonprofit work grant writing, of course, but also your website, your social media, your presentations when you go and speak to a group about your nonprofit. Grant writing. And really all of this type of writing for nonprofits is both an art and a science. I talked more about this way back in episode four about how you really need both sides of the equation to make a compelling full story. It's a science because you need to understand the process, you need to use the research and the data, and you need to follow the grant funder guidelines to a T I mean, it has to be precise when there's a grant application and you're going through the process, you've got to follow every guideline. But then grant writing is also an art because you need to understand how much detail should I give, which data and stories should we use and how do we best present it effectively. So it's really a mix of both and it takes practice over time to be able to pull that together. And while we're talking specifically about grants here today, this really does apply to all your other writing. Like I said, your social media, your website, your donor letters, your brochures, any of your presentations. So I may reference grants, but just know that these tips can apply to any of that content. In nonprofit work, it's important to collect the stories. Now I want you to think deeper here and look past the traditional stories Look for the unique, the unusual. Look for a family you helped. Maybe a volunteer's perspective or that a client told them and how much they appreciated your nonprofit services. Think about a donor who was able to make an impact when maybe they couldn't volunteer for health reasons but they felt so drawn to your cause and they were able to see the difference they could make. Think about the stories about a new project you're starting or your program and how much it's grown. Think about your why and what originally was the catalyst for starting all of this work that you're doing. Think about new data that's just come out, the cutting edge data that really shows the compelling need for this in your community. Now, I wanna encourage you, have a central place where you write the stories down because you will forget, and you'll forget some of the important details. And those might be the little key things that you need to really drive your point home later. So start collecting the stories in a central place. Maybe that's a Google Doc. Maybe it's a notes app on your phone. Maybe it's a notebook that you just keep and just start jotting down your stories as you think of them. But write them down. And that's also helpful for your other team members. Maybe they need to tell a story or grab a quote or a testimonial about something. It's so much more helpful if you've already collected them. Or if you ever start working with a grant writer, it's helpful if you already have some of that that you can hand over to that person, because that's going to be an incredible help for getting their bank of information pulled together. So you want to do just that. You want to build up a bank of stories, Now, you're not going to dump all your stories on all your people all the time. (laughs) A couple of episodes ago, I talked about our coffee mugs and how they tell our stories. And we wouldn't tell you all the stories all the time. But maybe the mug you're using, we would tell you the story of that. So just pull out the ones that you need for that day and for that situation and use those. Several of you have commented on the story I shared back in episode 20 about writing a grant to get a forklift for the food pantry. (laughs) and You know, at the time, I was just trying to think of an illustration to go along with the point I was making. I didn't realize how much that story would stick with you guys. That really was an unusual request for a grant and especially for a food pantry that's not something you hear of every day and that story has really stuck with a lot of you because i've heard from you and you've referenced that of oh yeah i remember the forklift so that's episode 20 if you haven't heard that one yet the tricky thing about stories is that usually this information is not collected in a linear way meaning we may not collect them in a logical order for the project we're working on. We're probably just collecting and dumping them in this document so then when we're working on a project we have to make sense of it all. Last week in episode 59 David Jassy mentioned this about videos when he's interviewing someone and he really digs and pulls the story out of them and goes back and asks more questions to really get to the heart of the story and pull out the emotion. And usually the story is very disjointed when he gets it and when they're talking about it. So then later when he's making the video, he has to go back and cut and paste to put it in more of a chronological order that makes sense. So we kind of have to do that too. We have all this data and research to pull out. We have these client stories, the impact, the emotion-driven stories. So we need to pull out the relevant pieces and weave it together in a logical way that makes sense and that flows in the order of what we're asking for. So far, this has been a little bit conceptual. (laughs) So I'm going to give you five practical questions to ask when you're deciding how to tell your story. And this is true, again, whether it's a grant or your website content or whatever it is. Number one, what's the end goal for this content? Before you start, you need to decide on the purpose for the content and then you can outline your plan accordingly so that you have a direction to work with. And then that helps you know what kind of stories and content and data to pull in to support that. So first, figure out your end goal. If you're writing a grant, what's your end goal for the grant? What are you asking for? What is it that you want to accomplish with the program if you're awarded this grant funding? So figure that out first and keep that central to what you're writing and keep that in mind as you go through the application. Question number two, what will move the audience closer to that goal? So as you are thinking about this end goal that you wanted, that you decided back in question number one, what things are going to move your reader closer to that? There's no neutral content. Your content is either moving the reader closer to what you're wanting, or it's distracting and pushing them away. And if this is a grant reviewer deciding whether or not you get funding, <laughs> you don't want that. You don't want to push them away. You want to make sure everything you write is moving them closer and closer to the end goal of deciding, yes, this program is worth funding. And number three Is there a good mix of both art and science? Like we talked about back in the beginning, you really need the data and the research to support it, but you also need that emotion and that heartfelt peace as well. Sometimes I struggle with that because with all my academic background, I can tend to gravitate towards that more clinical data-based approach. I had the college research papers and the book reports and all those things where you just have to compile the research, put it together and present it. So now with this grant writing and work I do with nonprofits, I have to remind myself to really bring in the creativity and that artistic approach too. Now this takes practice. You can study and read about it up one side and down the other, but at the end of the day, you've got to just get in there and start. You've got to practice, and that's how you build those muscles, and that is the best way to get better. Then, number four is there any fluff that needs to be removed? And sometimes this can just be wordiness. You're trying to sound professional and flowery when really think about your reviewer and think about the reader on the other side. If they have to think too hard just to try to figure out what you're saying, (laughs) your chances of getting funded are gonna go down. And this is kind of different than how they taught us in college. No offense to higher learning in the universities but we were told back in college you know your research paper has to be 10 pages so we were writing as wordy as possible to fill those 10 pages to keep the points but in grants that's not the case every word counts and sometimes you're under a strict word limit or even a character limit so you have to make everything count and don't put in any fluff that doesn't need to be there and then number five Do all the supporting elements enhance or detract from the story? And this could be extras like pictures, graphs or charts, budget items that you're asking for. All those things should support your story, not distract from it. Or if you're reading along and then read something in the budget and like, wait, where did that come from? What does that have to do with the program that they're wanting? You need to make sure everything is in line and everything flows together. So those are five practical questions that you can ask. I'll just do a quick recap of those five questions to ask when you're telling your nonprofit story. Number one, what's the end goal for this content? Number two, what will move the audience closer to that goal? Number three, is there a good balance of both art and science? Number four, is there any fluff that needs to be removed? And number five, do the supporting elements enhance or distract? Sometimes you need help sorting out your nonprofit story and even figuring out which end is up and how to tell it. (laughs) You know it's vital and you know it is so needed in your community, but it can be really hard when you're in the thick of things and you can't see the forest for the trees. Sometimes you need an outside perspective. So if that is you, send me a message on LinkedIn or reach out on my website contact page and let's discuss what that could look like for your nonprofit. And if you're wanting to become a grant writer to help nonprofits tell their story so they can make a bigger impact, then get on the fast track to grant writer today at TeresaHuff.com slash VIP. And another quick shout out to our friends at Instrumental for sponsoring today's show. Remember, if you need a hand with your grant searches and ongoing tracking, go check out Instrumental's free trial at TeresaHuff.com Instrumental and get $50 off your first month with the code GWSPOD. All right, my friends, your story is important and the way you tell it is important. How will you share your story this week? I'll talk to you soon.